This poem is titled Time in the River. Time and the river flow on, though only the river turns, slows, straightens, becomes rapid, has a source, and joins something larger, not really ending, transformed, a new identity, but something lost. This poem Red joins billions of words. You know, I don't really like it when poets give long introductions to their poems. But on this particular poem online, I have a pretty long passage that comes after it. Not really explaining so much the poem, but talking about the source which is probably not very obvious. Other than the title, you might not pick up that this small poem was inspired by Thomas Wolfe's novel of Time in the River, which is a gigantic novel. It's over 900 pages, and it's one that I still have never finished, even though I started reading it when I was a college student, which is going back about 50 years now. I had bought a used hardcover version of it at my favorite little used bookstore. It's called Old York Books. It was just off the Rutgers campus in New Brunswick, New Jersey. I was actually looking for a different novel, his first novel, Look Homeward Angel, or maybe his final one, You Can't Go Home Again, which was a title I borrowed for a poem that I was writing at the time. I had a professor who talked about Wolf in class, though we weren't required to read him for that course. In fact, the professor said that he knew none of us would actually finish any of Wolf's books if he did assign them, but that we should read them at some point in our lives. And so I thought I would. Wolf had this weird on-and-off relationship with his editor, Maxwell Perkins, who also edited Ernest Hemingway and F. Scott Fitzgerald, both of whom I very much admired and read everything I get my hands on when I was in college and high school. When Wolf brought Perkins a draft of Time in the River, it was more than a million words long, and Wolf was still working on it and adding more. So Perkins made a lot of cuts to the manuscript, which Wolf did not like. Most writers don't like being edited, especially when it means that they're eliminating some of your words. But a good editor can also help shape a manuscript into something more organized and, more importantly, maybe for them, more marketable. Even at 912 pages, the book was surprisingly a commercial success with mostly positive reviews. Still, Wolf thought that Perkins had ruined his book and he found the new editor. Wolf ended up dying three years later of tuberculosis. He was only 37. And I closed with a little quote from Thomas Wolfe's book of Time in the River, which I picked up once again off the shelf and read a little bit more of, but still haven't finished. Here's the quote. The thought of these vast stacks of books would drive him mad. The more he read, the less he seemed to know. The greater the number of the books he read, 
the greater the immense, uncountable number of those which he could never read would seem to be. The thought that other books were waiting for him tore at his heart forever. <laughs>